There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Shalom, everybody. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Listen, we're doing a message preview. Apologize for starting just a few minutes late. I was with my dream team uh, here in Denver, uh, praying over um, the Grape Street location. And so to God be the glory for that. All right, but come on in. Uh, I recognize many of you, uh, you're used to this being an hour later. We're going to move up the time for the message previews to eight uh, on Tuesdays and Saturdays, eight uh, Eastern time, excuse me, eight mountain, 10 Eastern time. We're going to move that time up. Indiana, good to see you. As you're coming in, speak to me. Let me know where you are watching from. Speak to me. Let me know where you're watching from. Um, this is going to be a short preview tonight um, because tomorrow uh, night's word, the, la- the next two messages are going to be heavy. And they're literally going to speak life into your life. Good to see you driving. Be safe. Tampa, good to see you. Ithaca, New York, good to see you. Denver, good to see you. Come on in. Speak to me as you come in. And uh, make sure you click the share button. When you share, people get saved. If you look at me on Facebook, YouTube, all that, make sure you click the button to share. Omaha, good to see you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Inglewood, Denver, good to see you. Speak to me, Jacksonville, Jersey. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you for bringing forth such healing. To God be the glory for that. Atlanta, good to see you, Atlanta. Come on. Uh, uh, Did I call out Jersey? Jersey got you. More Atlanta in the building. Good to see you. Come on, y'all. Make sure that you share. So what are we doing on Tuesday nights for the last several months? If you just started doing it, really... um, um, just started doing it and we kept doing it since then. Um, This is a message preview to get you excited about the word for tomorrow night, get you excited about the word for tomorrow night. I know this, that if you get excited about it and you begin to share, you can get somebody else excited about the word too. So I need you to share. When you share, people can say Arlington, Texas, bless you. Manigot, South Carolina, good to see you. Atlanta, good to see you. Denver, Kimball, Nebraska, good to see you. Now, where is Kimball, Nebraska? Good to see you. Atlanta, Denver, Denver, let's go. Let me also say this. If you are not registered in Atlanta for, um, it's going to be two, it's going to be an amazing weekend. A Friday night fire, Friday, September 9th. And then that Sunday night, it is going to be a Sunday night live. It's going to be amazing. Uh, make sure you get registered for that. Registration is totally free, but we need you to register. How do you do that? Just text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. All right, so we're in this series called Let's Be Kids Again. And this comes from Jesus' words. Jesus' words said this. He says that the kingdom of God um, belongs to those that act like kids again, in essence. He says that um, unless you act like uh, one of these children, you will never enter the kingdom. And we've learned that the kingdom of God is three distinct things, three components of the kingdom. Number one, it is becoming who God said you are and possessing what God said you can. Number two, it is um, 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 heaven's in, uh, attributes invading your everyday life. Heaven's attributes invading your everyday life. To register for Atlanta, it's right there on the screen. Text HCATL to 877-552-4746. You can get registered right there. It's right there for you. Great question. 
Uh, somebody says, just watch that sermon. It was great. To God be the glory. All right. Um, so number one, it is becoming who God said you are, possessing what God said you can. Number two, it is heaven's attributes invading your life. And I taught you a lot of times when you think of heaven, like what is heaven like? What is heaven like? Well, heaven's attributes, the Bible makes it very clear what those attributes are. Um, Romans teaches us it's RPJ, righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness means you're in right standing with God and you have good character. Hear me. It is not enough for God for you to just uh, have things right with God and not do things right with people. Peace is this Hebrew word shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. And then finally, joy. Joy means to be glad and great. So when those attributes invade your everyday life, those are the attributes of heaven invading your everyday life. And think about it. When you think of um, righteousness, peace, and joy, think about it. Shalom. That's the most powerful of those words to me. That's why we baked it in to our culture and our church to where when we speak to one another, that's how we greet one another. We don't just say, hey, what up? We say shalom to one another. We don't say, hello, how are you doing, sir? We say shalom to one another because that's the most powerful of that RPJ to me because it means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well, all right? And so in that, um, that RPJ, um, that's powerful because if those attributes are invading your life, it means there's literally nothing missing in your life, nothing broken in your life, all is well. Finally, uh, the third component of the kingdom. So number one, becoming who God says you are, possessing what God says you can. Number two, heaven's attributes invading your life. Number three, it is God's MO, his modus operandi. It is how God does what he does. Um, that's what the kingdom is all about. So many times when people think of the kingdom, they think, of a building. That's not the kingdom. When they think of the kingdom, they will think of dying and going to heaven. That's not the kingdom. God did not promise us heaven as a place to live. He promised us the kingdom of heaven as a lifestyle. Come on, I need you to put this in the comments. It's a lifestyle. This is the life I live. Righteousness, peace, and joy. It's the life I live. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. It's the life I live. You've got to hear that. Um, it is a life where I am becoming who God says I uh, uh, am to be in possession of what God says I can. This is a lifestyle, which means every day I'm in a stretch. Come on, y'all. Every day you're in a stretch. Why? Because I'm becoming. And I need for some of you all to be okay with the fact that you do not get to pull back. You always are being pulled. Who am I talking to right now where sometimes you're like, man, it seems like I'm always getting pulled. Like I'm always getting pulled on. Things are always pulling me, waving me. Why? That is proof that you are manifesting the kingdom. Hear me. If God does not put a demand on you, that means that God has gotten everything he can get out of you. Hey, Bishop. Good to see you, sir. If God does not put a demand on you, then that means God doesn't believe there's anything else in you. I'm going to say it one more time. For those of you who haven't yet done that hand wave emoji, if God does not put a demand on you, that means he does not believe that there is anything else in you. So when you feel like you're being pulled, when you feel like you're being stretched, you got to hear me. That is heaven's way of saying there's more. Come on, y'all. There's more. There's more. There's more. I need you to release a phrase in the comments for this, for your stretching. I need you to release a phrase in the comments that God puts a demand on you, that he won't let you settle. He won't let you back down. He won't let you back up. And every time you're like, can I get a break? Here he goes stretching you again. 
Every time. Can I be honest with you? Uh, I have this year has been a stretching year. Um, this has been a stretching year, and I'm always up for growth. And 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 you gotta hear me. I'm always wanting to grow. I'm always wanting to be better. That's me. I live life as a student. But even this year, there's been some times I was like, come on, how much more? Watch me. He puts a demand on you because there is more in you. And you got to learn how to thank God that he sees in you what you may not see in yourself. The demand God is putting on you is evidence that God sees something more in you. All right. That's the kingdom. Jesus says the only people that experience those three components of the kingdom are those who act like what? Kids again. You're never going to see those three components unless you act like a kid again. And I began walking you through and teaching you a variety of principles as it relates to kids and as it relates to how kids operate and how kids move. And then Sunday, um, I, I gave you the message. Sunday's message was called, what do you do when you're in timeout? And I gave you these eight attributes, these eight attributes that kids uh, operate with. And I want to give them to you real quick. Number one, kids are fearless until they're taught to fear. Everything you fear, you were taught to fear. Number two, kids are ridiculous until taught to be reasonable. Kids will literally say some stuff that's ridiculous. They're talking about they want to be an astronaut and, and they can't even drive yet. They're talking about they want to be a lawyer and, and they don't even know how to spell lawyer. Kids have ridiculous faith. And the Bible says you're going to have to have faith that's just like that. This thing is going to have to be ridiculous. Can I tell you how you know what you're doing is God? It's because it seems ridiculous for you to even to try to do it. I need to talk to a few of you all tonight where even what you're trying to do seems ridiculous. That is your proof that what you're doing is God. Wow. Because this is ridiculous. This is this does not even make natural sense. All right, let's take it further. Number three, kids are adventurous until taught um, to play it too safe. There's nothing wrong with being wise, but let's be honest. Some of you, it's not that you're wise. You just play stuff too safe. You play it too safe. And guess what? The risk is only, or the reward is only in a place where you take risk. Number four, kids are inquisitive until they're taught to be too quiet. Kids will ask you four million questions. Until somebody teaches them, don't ask nothing. Don't say nothing. Can I tell you? Listen, closed mouths do not get fear. You've got to open your mouth and you've got to be inquisitive. Um, literally, there are things that have happened for me in my life. I can give you story after story where the reason I got it was because I asked. The reason I got it was because I asked the question that no one else was willing to ask. I said something that no one else was willing to say. All right. And for many of y'all, you got to mean you're going to have to start being inquisitive. You're going to have to say, well, listen, I noticed we have this job opening. I, I'd like to apply for it. Well, I noticed we have this. I'd like to try. For many of you, you never. The Bible says in James, you have not because you ask not. All right. Number five, kids fight for others until they're taught to be selfish. Kids fight for others until they are taught to be selfish. And we looked at the whole life of David because David's a good example of being a kid again. Because literally when David was getting ready to go fight Goliath, do you know who tried to shut him down? Saul did. And you know what Saul said to him? Don't be ridiculous. You're only a child. You're only a boy. You're only a little kid. And David was like, what you think is my disadvantage is my advantage. I need everybody to hear on this message preview. Stop looking at it as I'm disadvantaged because of this. 
Wherever you feel disadvantaged, that is actually your advantage. Wherever you feel disadvantaged, that's where your favor's got to rise up for you. I need you to type that on the screen. Favor has to show up for me. Favor has to show up for me. Favor has to show up for me, all right? Number six, kids are creative until they're taught to be like everyone else. When David was going out to fight the battle, um, dealing with Goliath, Saul tried to put his armor on David. And David was like, I can't wear this. This is not going to work for me. Saul, it ain't working for you. It's certainly not going to work for me. So what did he do? He got creative. David was like, look, I'm going to get this slingshot. Now, here's what's crazy about the slingshot. Um, is David, nowhere in the scripture do we actually see that you have used the slingshot before. So what you are using makes zero sense. But because you're creative, you took something that doesn't even look like it matches and you made it work. You took something that doesn't even look like it matches the size of your enemy and you made it work. Guys, if you're just coming in, do me a favor. Let me know where you're watching from and share. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, click the like button. There are way more of you watching than you that have actually clicked the like button. Can I get you to do that? Here we go. Let's go. Um, number um, seven. Kids ask for what they want until they're taught to ask like there's limited supply. A child is going to ask you for whatever they want. I told y'all, my niece called me the other day and asked me to buy her a Pomeranian. And actually, she didn't even call me. She called my mother. And she says, do you think Uncle Uncle would get me a... a a, uh, a, a, a Pomeranian. She says, oh, he's right here. And my mother hands me the phone and I said, what's going on, sweetheart? Uncle Bishop, would you get me a um, a Pomeranian? I said, baby, what is that? And, you know, said, oh, that's a dog. I said, sweetheart, no, I don't buy dogs. I don't buy liquor. I said, I'm not buying, <laughs> I said, I'm not, I'm not buying no dogs. I said, I don't, I said but, sweetheart, no. I said, she says, well, it won't be at your house. It's going to be with me. So you're not going to have to worry about it. Kids, ask for what they want. Look at me. Why do you ask God who has unlimited supply? Why do you ask him like his supply is limited? You ask him like, oh, God, God might not say this to that. God might not do that. God is not on a budget. Come on, y'all. Our God is not on a budget. Our God is not in lack. He's not. He's not, okay? But many of us ask like there's limited supply, all right? Um, number eight, kids believe that anything is possible because they haven't been faded by failures. Kids believe that anything is possible because they have not been faded by failures. What does faded mean? To diminish, to reduce. Um, this shirt is probably likely not the same color it was when I originally got the shirt. This shirt, more than likely, has faded. Why? Because as it's gone through dry cleaning and washing and all of these different things, this shirt has likely faded. This shirt is likely faded, which means it's not the same that it was. Look at me. Sometimes failures can fade your faith. Let's talk for a second. Sometimes failures can fade your faith. Failures can fade your expectations because you're like, oh, man. I, is there anybody that can be honest with me tonight on any platform where you're like, you know what? I have had so many failures in different areas of my life. I don't want to fail again. Wait a minute. Be honest. 
I put it on the Harvest Church Instagram. That's my error. I was supposed to put it on TikTok. That's right. You don't want any more failures. People will stay in a bad relationship because they don't want to fail. People will stay in a bad marriage because they don't want to fail. People will stay, watch me, and try to make a business that they need to pivot. They'll try to make it work because they don't want to fail. You got to hear that. Failures can sometimes have you faded. But I need you to, I need you to speak this over your life and just say, I'm full strength. Come on, come on. Even if you don't feel like it, put that on the screen. I'm full strength. I'm full strength. If that joke, if that shirt was a bright red, then doggone it, it's bright red again. Because some of you all, this is great. Some of you all, this is what you look like. This is how you started. And now this is where you're at. This is where you started. But now this is where you're at. This is where you started. And this is where you're at. Okay. All right. And you got to hear me. Failures will do that to you because I just don't want another failure. Now, let's look at this. David, I taught you after he's anointed king in 1 Samuel 16, he goes into timeout for approximately 16 chapters. And each chapter, somebody says the Holy Ghost is live and in the building tonight. Come on here. And then each chapter is roughly one year. So David is in timeout for approximately 16 years. David gets the full kingdom at age 37 and gets part of the kingdom, Judah, at age 30. And here's what I want um, to focus on. We celebrate David's triumphs. He triumphed over Goliath. He triumphed over being in time out. Some of y'all are mad that it's taken you five years. It's taken... David was in time out for 16 years. Could you imagine that? Where you have been anointed to be king in 1 Samuel 16, at, at, at somewhere between age 14 and 16, and now you got to sit. You have to sit. You have to sit. And you cannot do what it is you are anointed to do. And that was Sunday's message. If you missed Sunday's message, go back and watch it in our app or our website. How do you get our app? Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Joseph had to sit in timeout for 13 years. He has his dream at 17. It's not until age 30 that he becomes prime minister. Look at me. Y'all ready for this? And his dream was never that he be prime minister. His dream was that his mother and father and brothers that they would that they would bow to him in homage and literally as prime minister one of the things you had to do in Egypt is you have to bow to the prime minister as if the prime minister was the pharaoh listen to me he never ever saw it I'm going to prophesy now for many of you what you are about to walk in you never saw yourself doing it come on y'all what, you, what God's about to place in your hands, you never saw it that way. Joseph never saw himself. Y'all got to hear me. He never saw himself as prime minister. That is not what he saw. What he saw himself as, it, is, it was in a place of uh, 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 authority or power where his brothers and his mother and father would bow to him. That's what he saw. He never saw himself. You, you got to hear me. Because for some of you, you're like, I just know, I know there's more. But you can't even articulate it. 
You can't even really, oh, this is why you use vague words like it's going to be big, it's going to be mind-blowing, and I, I'm excited about it, and God's got some promise for me. You can't even articulate it because the truth is while you know it's better, you, you could not identify it. You don't, you're not going to see yourself. Woo! You're not going to see yourself. That's what the Bible says. Eye hasn't seen and ear hasn't heard. Neither has it even entered into the heart of man. What's your heart? Your mind and scripture. The things God has prepared for you. Which means God says, I have prepared something for you that you can't even see for yourself. Which means, y'all ready for this? Here's your shout message preview. Everything you saw yourself doing, watch me, is the basement, not the ceiling. If you don't put a praise on the screen, Everything you saw yourself doing is the basement, not the ceiling. I'm going to say it a third time because I'm waiting on your praise on Facebook. I'm waiting on your praise on YouTube. Everything you saw yourself doing, it is the basement. It is not the ceiling. Because what he has prepared for you, the Bible says, it's not even entered into your heart. It's not even entered into your mind, which means you do, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. No, boo, it's going to be so much greater than that. You ain't even seen it. You can't comprehend it. Joseph never saw himself being prime minister. Let me, let me, let me. David never saw himself being king. The only ones that believed David was king was Samuel, watch me, and God. It was his man of God and God. And can I go deep? And his man of God didn't even see it at first because Samuel said, it's got to be Eliab. It's got to be the older brother. It David wasn't even in the house. There were only two people that saw David as king. David never saw himself as king. Moses was in timeout for 40 years. Let's go. For 40 years, Moses was in timeout. He literally, at age 40, he goes into exile for 40 years. He's in the wilderness doing what? Raising sheep. Who else raised sheep? David. Who else raised sheep? Joseph. Which means there is there's so many leadership lessons I could teach right through here. Because what you call dirty work, God says this is prep work. Come on. I need you to type this in the comments. We only got three minutes. We got to go. Type this in the comments. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Dealing with sheep is dirty work. Literally and naturally. It's dirty work. It's dirty work. But all three of them had to go get, watch me, they had to go get dirty to get prepared. I need you to thank God for all the dirt you've had to go through to get prepared. I need you to thank God for all the dirty situations and dirty people and dirt. I need you to thank God for the dirty work. Because it's that dirty work that got you ready. Here it is with these last two minutes. He's in time out for 16 years. Guys, if you're watching me on Facebook, watch me on YouTube, click the button to share this, click the button to like this, all right? There's way more of you watching than those of you that have clicked that button, all right? I can see the number, all right? Here we go. David has amazing triumphs because he makes it through timeout. He defeats Goliath. In 2 Samuel 2, he becomes king of Judah. In 2 Samuel 5, he gets the entire kingdom seven years later, which means here's part of your triumph that you did not settle for part when the whole was available. I need you to hear me. There's more. There's more. I need you to speak this over your life. I'm not a settler. I need you to speak it and type it. I'm not a settler. I am not a settler. 
I am not a settler. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, 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 no. Here we go. We, and I'm setting you up for tomorrow night. We celebrate David's triumphs. How many of you can be honest? That's an amazing, that's amazing. David has some amazing triumphs. Just wave at me if you agree with that. Because he did. He had some amazing triumphs. But you know what we often ignore? We ignore his trauma. Whoa. We celebrate his triumph, but we ignore his trauma. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, I'm going to walk you through a message called, you ready? Childhood Trauma. This whole series you've been in, Let's Be Kids Again, I gave you these principles of how David was a kid again, but guess what? But there's trauma that came with his triumph. Look at me. There's trauma that comes with your triumph. There's trauma that comes with your triumph. People see you now, but they don't know the trauma you've had to endure. People see you now, but they don't know the trauma you've had to endure. How many can be honest? You've gone through some trauma in your life. And for those of you unfamiliar with the, what the term means, it's a deeply distressing or disturbing event. You ready? Here's the second part. The second part of trauma is even more interesting to me than the first part of trauma. You ready? The second part of trauma, Facebook, first, second part of trauma, um, Harvard Church Instagram, which is supposed to be TikTok, but I'm glad y'all are. I, I, I connected the wrong thing. The second part of trauma, you ready? Is the after effect. It is. You ready? And this is the most interesting part to me about trauma. It's the emotional shock following a traumatic event. In other words, it's over, but it's but you're not over it. Tomorrow night at seven o'clock mountain. Yes, we celebrate David's triumphs. But tomorrow night at seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern, we're gonna deal with David's trauma. And not only are we gonna deal with his trauma, we're gonna deal with stroll trauma. Because for many the situation's over, but you're still dealing with the shock from it and you don't even know it. For many, the traumatic event is over, but you are still making decisions like you are in that traumatic place. The, the abuse is over, but you still are on guard like it's still happening. Y'all ready? That situation has passed. But you are still dealing with the trauma. Tomorrow night, oh my, we're dealing with it. Tomorrow night's message is called Childhood Trauma. I'm, you're invited. Everybody's invited. If you're in Denver, you can join us at Grape Street, 3590 Grape Street. Um, um, do not go to 14100 East Jewel Avenue. We are 3590 Grape Street. You can get that address, harvestchurch.church. We'd love for you to be there. If you are in... Um, uh, not in Denver. You can join us on any of our digital platforms. Guys, it's going to be amazing tomorrow night. I promise you. Um, this, can I be honest with you? These messages that I was preparing for tomorrow night and Sunday, uh, as the Lord was speaking to me to get it ready for you, I was like, whoa, this thing is, this thing is taking me on a whole journey. And I was having a conversation with the pastor today about even areas in my life and areas in his life, I was saying, look, that's over, but look at how this is still affecting you. 
uh, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you absolutely uh, want to make sure that you're there. 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be amazing. All right. Uh, last thing I want to do, if you're on here tonight and you are not saved, you're not a Christian, I want to give you that opportunity to do that before we hop off of this message preview. Also, guys, don't forget, the reason we do the message previews is to get you excited about the word so then you can then share it with other people. Tomorrow night is going to be a night. It's going to, The word is always healing because um, his word, he sent his word to heal us. But over these next couple of messages, um, there's some stuff that you're going to you're going to finally close the door to. There's some situations you're finally going to close the door to because you're triumphant and you, you've learned to be a fighter. When I show you this thing tomorrow night, when I show you this thing on Sunday, you're going to be like, what? That I can promise you. All right. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on the count of three, do that hand with your emoji or say it's me. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself or be sure, do that hand with your emoji or say it's me. On the count of three, I want you to respond. One, two, three. If that's you, do that hand with emoji or say it's me. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No judgment, y'all already know. Come on, y'all, you got it. No condemnation, no shame. I want to give you that opportunity to respond. For those of you that want to sow into tonight's preview, um, I want you, to, you can sow into it. And, and I want to connect it to, um, I want to connect it to um, 2 Samuel, um, 2 Samuel 5 and 3. When David got the full kingdom, just call this I'm whole, your I'm whole seed. Call this your, oh, call this your I'm whole seed. I'm whole. W-H-O-L-E. Your I'm whole seed. All right. And you can do that. You can use uh, Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available for you. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. If you're already connected to the church, you can use harvestchurch.church. You can use text to give or you can give that way. Whatever you give, connect it to 2 Samuel 5 and 3 and come and I'm whole seed. That's when he got the whole kingdom. Um, later, I'll have to tell you why that's so significant for me. Um, David's story. I have to tell you why it's so significant for me. All right? All right? All right? Somebody says, wow, uh, drunk driver. I think that means drunk on the Holy Ghost, I think is what you're talking about. All right. If you need, need to become a Christian, reconvince yourself a little or be sure. Five, four, three, two, one. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, give me the grace to get back up and remain faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen. Just pray that prayer for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord. Take out your phone. Text the word decision. That's probably what you're watching me on. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. It's on the screen for those of you watching here. Can I get a few of you to type that in the comments? Yep. Boom. You already beat me to it. Y'all are on it. You can also use the badges to sew too. Shout out to those of you. There's several of you that have already sewn through badges over here. So shout out to you in doing that. All right. Um, when does the Atlanta location open? So here's the good news. That weekend, I got all the deets all the details for you. I can tell you, um, we'll be there that weekend, uh, but we are, we've set up and we'll be setting up. Uh, uh, everything is being set up right there. So I have all of that uh, ready for you. We're gonna spend September, October, November, December. Uh-oh, I kicked the stand. 
building this launch team and uh, and uh, and then, then we'll fully launch but but everything everything for purposes of moving forward meet me there that weekend and I got details for you serving opportunities for you everything is in place and ready to go all right love you have an amazing night um, again let me say thank you again to my dream team here in Denver my dream team period that serves um, but let me say thank you again to my dream team in Denver we were over at Great Praying Over It, consecrating that facility before we were having an official experience tomorrow night. And um, and so many have just made it happen. Can I just get you to celebrate them in the comments? You're not going to hear me stop talking about that for a few weeks because it matters. And uh, it's the first time we've, we've had a move in 10 years. Because um, as a leader, one of the things that's important is stability, is consistency. And um, that's important to me as a leader. Now, I'm not a perfect leader. But what I'm going to give you is consistency. You're going to know Bishop going to be on his post. If don't nobody else do what they're supposed to do, my man of God is going to be on his post. Um, you're going to know that. All right. I strive for that. Not perfect, but I strive for that. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, uh, if you want to sow into this, call this your I'm whole seed. And connect it to 2 Samuel 5 and 3 when David got the entire kingdom. I will see you guys tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Shalom. See you tomorrow night. All right. Love you guys. Go share. Y'all got to go share. All right. That's why I do these message previews. I did not do these message previews just to give you Tuesday night Bible study, which we do. But I give it to you so that you can get excited about it and go spread the word. Let's change some lives. Let's see some lives change for God's glory. All right. Love you guys. Have a good night. Shalom. Shalom, you Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. 